1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee and 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
2: Can mobilecom KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. We're live from Surprise for Texas Rangers Spring Training, brought to you by Sonic. Mmm good mm. now it is, it is a bit chilly Yum. we've got the windows open getting ready for rangers royals as everybody else gets ready for the g-bag nation oh, but sonic. right now it's time for the c-block starring
3: Corey majors mm-hmm. Corey, um we're no. going to sonic in just a few minutes by the way or okay well, can, can you bring me
0: back sonic
3: for sure, bro. Yeah, man, what do you want? What do you want from Sonic? We're getting him a corny dog. Number 1,
2: everything on it. Well, this feels like we could figure this out With off air. Right? Kevin, What's let your, him figure Okay. What's your okay. order? I like tater,
3: tots. I like tater tots over the fries. Absolutely. 8778811053. What is your order at uh at Sonic? Okay. Mm. Good.
0: good oh and can't i want cranberry limeade it <laughs> still feels like an off-air and uh i'd love a milkshake i like the banana what's how many drinks do you need he's got a long um yeah
3: they say stay, here, stay like. hydrated yeah
2: uh, do Do they say stay hydrated with cranberry limeade and milkshakes or? i think we're supposed to say we're supposed to say mm. Mm. Good. good i agree they are good <laughs> but i don't know if that's what stay hydrated means we're gonna drink this milkshake to stay hydrated i don't think it. that's what that means
3: all right uh man i, I want to start off with i want to start off with texas a m all right Oh no, uh, reggie let's go ahead and pull up the uh, schna- now, bum, ba, ba,
0: bum. mike
3: you've had this guy on our show before because he recruited you uh, do you he's at do you love to hear this passion from Jim Schlossnagel. Right. I think it was Sunday. They're
0: not playing the best baseball. By
3: as right.
0: a right, that's enough. We get it. It's a whole thing about Texas. It's not even in your conference anymore.
3: But until uh, they came
0: crawling back.
3: Here is, uh, here is A&M oh, head coach Jim Schlossnagel okay. talking about the fans at A&M. Tough weekend, but
2: staying into the last inning. And-
3: yeah,
4: I mean, I believe in him I mean, I believe in him. I've, t- I've been telling them the whole time. You know, I, I, I believe in them. So it's just it, this is a tough game, and people, I our own fans yelling at our players over over the dugout. Like I don't know what kind of place this is, but I thought there was some Aggie loyalty around here. You know, got a dude holding up a freaking newspaper. One of the dance teams over on the other side. Like I don't know. It, I need to keep my mouth shut. But it's just. Uh, but yeah, excited for our team. Excited for the crowd. Happy for the core. You know, the crowd played a big role in the game uh, as long as they keep cheering for our.
3: (laughs) All
0: right.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> what? <laughs> you gotta include the core. Man. People from the core can you go to <laughs> the baseball game. Doesn't have to be the entire you core. You gotta man. include them, though. Alright. Couple things. First of all, <laughs> he
3: said, "I don't know what kind of place this is." Yeah, I want to get back to that.
2: <laughs> I'm but going if, there in a few weeks. I have an Aggie loyalty. Also, at the very end, he goes, "I probably shouldn't say anything." I'm like, "Jim, Jim, it's like 20 <laughs> seconds too <do> late <laughs> for that." Said it, bro. But also, he goes, We've "Got
0: some dude over there." Well, he probably I,
2: I, had something even spicier to say, is why he stopped himself. Yeah, that's he probably true. Did. He probably I don't did. know what kind of place this is. Uh, that's that's uh, you know that's fair. That hurts. We're not playing the best baseball right now, but to turn on all of your players is at a college level is, is a little tough. And he's mad. I get it. I also there was a time I told you. There was a time I wondered what kind of place I was at when because you're not supposed to walk in the grass in certain areas because it represents like all the fallen Aggies from past military conflicts. I saw someone get yelled at for not getting off the grass, and when they still didn't get it off the grass, I saw somebody take him down. Yeah, that's the tackle. In that moment, it's I a thought, a wait, wait, was it so a tackle weird. or did they get their ass whooped? Was it full force? Oh yeah, no, it started as a tackle and it did not end on the as grass a tackle. like they continued. But to... he like yeah, pulled it, him out, out like... of the grass after he tackled. Him. Okay, but he ran on the grass.
0: Quentin Corriott?
2: Ooh, that's a good point. It was not Quentin Corriott. That was before I was there. That win maybe? Is, that would have been closer to my era. Okay. I guess he did step on the grass. I never thought about yeah, that before. think about before. that for a second. And he broke you, the rules, too. And if Stephen you, Magoo? If you have your hat on in the Memorial Student Center, people will... Oh, yes. oh my God. I've had to take it off yeah.
3: with friends.
0: You
2: don't
3: have hair, so you're fine.
0: Yeah, I know, but I didn't know in this building you have to take yeah. your hat off. Yeah. Some people are
3: nice about it. Other people are like... They come knock your hat At off At least they day. let me know
0: before I walked in. They're like, hey, is this good. is a building that you don't have your hat on. Alright, you know, but do you have
3: to take your hat off if you can really fight, though? <laughs> Whoa, that's a good question, Reggie. If you, you have no make, concerns for the make aftermath off. of those continuous <laughs> fights, then no. Yeah, hey, can I hear that one more time, though, uh, Reggie? The, 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 the section where he's just like, I don't know what kind of place <laughs> this is. <laughs> and then he's uh, like, what about Aggie loyalty?
4: I got our own fans yelling at our players over, over the dugout. Like, I don't know what kind of place this is, but I thought there was some Aggie loyalty around here. <laughs> I love it, man. Really Man, by the way, props to
2: Reggie for having that spot on at the place that he wanted. <laughs> I do it wanna, hurts.
3: I do want to point out, like, on all the comments that I saw in this specific post below, there were a lot of people that were like, look, the real, the true Aggie fans, the real ones, they're not doing anything like that. I hope that we know, like, the real Aggie fans are always supportive. Oh, those are real
0: Aggie fans. They're just frustrated. <laughs> yeah. I think that's like disingenuous. I'm not a real, not yeah. a real Maverick fan because I'm not pumped that we got our... We got hammered by the Pacers. Kid said
3: that one day. He's also, like, no kind of it's always to say, important to remember
5: haters exist in every walk of life. They do.
2: Oh, for sure. And, like, I appreciate the people saying that. And I know there are definitely some people out there who would never boo their own school or anything like that. But. There are some diehard people that are like, "Oh, this team sucks." Well, they've lost to
0: Lamar.
2: Yeah, they lost
0: to like a, another school during the weekend. That wasn't. They did win twenty-three to zero, I think, yesterday. So Hell, I yeah. follow them on Twitter
2: because Schlossnagel fired everybody. Yeah, up. I don't
0: know what kind of place this is. Like, all oh,
3: right, it's a twenty-three it. to zero place now. Play it again, Reggie. I just want to hear. One more
0: oh,
2: time. do we have to hear it, again? Oh, to hear it again.
4: again? oh my our God! Our own I fans the yelling world. at our players over over the dugout. Like, I don't know what kind of place this is, but I thought there was some. Aggie loyalty around here. God. love
3: it. It's glorious. Yeah, thanks Herd's to the work, core. Nice work, man. But core is going to
2: fail <laughs> us. Out. Is
0: everybody in the band in the core?
2: Yes. Okay,
0: because they all wear military gear. Like yeah, they... because
2: I because uh, I wanted to try for the drumline. They're like, you have to be in the core. And i sorry, I didn't do that. Well, why not? I need to keep
4: my mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That, you know what? We need that as a drop. That Every is, time you want to
2: say something that is a slosh eagle, fires in there and he's like, I'm going to keep my mouth shut.
0: You're making love to women instead of wanting to do that. What? The you, I think you can do
2: both of those things.
0: Oh, at the
3: same. The core can do that? Yeah. I thought they had to, like, hold on one more time. What? I thought they to couldn't. the night? Yeah, hold on to the night. No, I don't even know what y'all are no, talking about. we belong about. to the night. We belong together. Like uh, those three women? What? What three women? I Hold
0: do. on for one. Oh, okay. Day. Wilson,
2: Wilson Phillips. Phillips. Yeah,
3: yeah, there we go. Nice oh, work,
2: man. Um, <laughs> How many people right now know who Wilson Phillips is? 877-881-1053.
3: Um, and then the the Combine has started up. Things are starting to go here at the Combine, and head coaches are being interviewed. Mike McCarthy, will get to his stuff in just a minute, but Mike McDaniel. Uh, who throughout the season was my favorite, most entertaining coach to listen to. How much would you like to cover Mike McDaniel when you hear this kind of audio from him?
5: Um, well, I'm not in the business of tampering.
2: (laughs) And I believe, I mean, you guys might be trying to get this second year hustle on me, but, um, we need every draft pick we can get, so, uh... I'm all for Dolphins fandom. And the more players that you know, even if they're on our opponents team, if they're cheering for dolphins, I think that's that's good for all of us, right, Hal?
3: Oh, uh, sure. sure. I guess.
2: Oh now you don't have an opinion. Okay. <laughs> Because somebody had said they wanted to play yeah. for the Dolphins, Jordan right?
5: Poyer, yeah, Jordan Poyer apparently Poyer's made comments like hinting that he liked to play for the Dolphins.
2: <laughs> I also like he goes, I like it when people support Dolphins, and it just it sounded like the sea creature that will run amok and is not a good sea creature. Yeah, he uh,
3: he just like, and then he goes, he he's like, hey, what about you, Hal? What do you think about that? And he goes, oh, now you don't have an opinion. It just feels like that. That's he the is guy delightful. is probably having fun a lot of the times. You're probably getting some fun quotes out of. Them at some point too. Uh, Mike McCarthy was discussing some of the things, and we don't have audio on this yet. But Mike McCarthy was kind of talking about some of the perspective on things and he was like look we everybody could use a new voice every once in a while uh Dak's gonna get a new voice in his ear i'm gonna be i'm gonna have some new voices uh that i'm looking forward to and he said he's as excited as he's ever been in his four years in dallas this is the Whoa. most excited he's been so far huh. and i i'm wondering does, is that because he gets to call the plays or because the team is kind of where he wanted to build it to Whenever he took the job initially,
2: I mean, this is the first time in a long time the Cowboys have had this sort of momentum. And before people hit me on the fan, it's like, what momentum? They lost. All right, cool. These are the best back-to-back seasons they've had in like a quarter century. Absolutely. And so maybe it's building on that type of momentum. In addition to now, he gets the call to call the play. It's like that combination. He's like, let's do it. Yeah. Do, do you guys think
3: that this team is going to kind of give the same? kind of season they had this year, but with a little bit of an extra edge next year? Or do you think that they drop back to that? Well, Mike, I know you're already already predicting Super Bowl. I just
0: looked at you. You know what I believe.
3: (laughs) Vegas, baby. Yeah, and that's like, that's the thing is I'm not comfortable. No Cowboys fan is comfortable thinking that next year is going to be like the last two years have been, yeah. a lot of Cowboys fans are probably thinking to themselves, "Man, they're going to fall off. They just have to fall off at some point, and there are going to be a lot of drastic changes this offseason. I mean, if Zeke if Zeke's not in a uniform next year, that's a big deal. Like that's a big it changes the, the 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 ground for what we're looking at with the Dallas Cowboys. So I totally understand Mike McCarthy's excitement for it because if if I went into uh, something with my five year plan. And I was going into year four with two seasons where I'd won 12 games, was in the playoffs, and I had some new adi- new things I can add to it. And now I have full control over it because now I, maybe I didn't. He did say. In uh, his press conference, yes, there were some things that I didn't like or didn't agree with on Kellen Moore's offense, and those things, there's some complexities that will change.
2: Now, on the fan texts, you, you got the lineup? No, no, you no say, well, uh, Mookie Betts is coming to the park today.
0: So nice. Mookie Betts is leading off. I want to watch that. The Rangers are pretty much playing their everyday lineup, uh, except Leon will be catching for Jonah Heim today. So pretty much what we saw yesterday Jonah's is the same pitching? lineup. And uh, John Gray is supposedly on his way. Okay,
2: well, from the 254, someday somebody's going to make you turn around and want to say goodbye. Some people know who Wilson Phillips is. Also, have you ever thought about this? If you add Wade to both of those, those are former Cowboys coaches, Wade Wilson and Wade Phillips. Just something for you to think about. I don't know what
3: kind of place this is.
2: Coming up next, we will talk (laughs) with Texas Rangers pitcher John Gray. Does he like pitching in the cold? We will do that next. Live from Surprise in Arizona, Texas Rangers spring training right here on 105 Through the Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. Right now we bring to you Texas Rangers pitcher extraordinaire John Gray, good afternoon, sir. Hey, thanks for having me. Now, we got a lot of sports and stuff. We'll get to that in a minute. But before we get to anything else, we got important things. Do you think cargo shorts will make a comeback, or the zip-away pants that turn into cargo shorts will make a comeback, or did they ever leave? You
6: know, I don't think they ever left with some people, maybe like 1% of the population, but I think that it's going to go from jean shorts to mustaches into cargo pants. We're gonna we're gonna bridge that gap from the 80s to 90s pretty soon.
2: And if you wear the cargo shorts, do you have to be carrying either it's eight pounds of change or keys or whatever in those pockets to make it pay off?
6: Yeah, you get your bike bike lock in there, you know yeah. everything. You make sure you got it all. Yeah, you got to be like Batman out there with the belt, full of everything.
0: I still wear cargo shorts when I go to Six Flags with my kids because I have to have those pockets to put my wallet and phone in with the Mm -hmm. buttons so they don't fall out on the the roller coasters.
3: Yeah. The ones with the zipper, though, Kevin, I learned from Bear Grylls that you can unzip those and fill them up with water and tie them off at the end and then you have a water pouch.
2: How often do you you find yourself in that scenario, though, where you're like, you know what, I really need the rest of my pants to get water (laughs) so I can live. <laughs> not often. Not often. Okay, but, but know, if it did, but if you get the opportunity, you better do it. Okay. Now, follow-up retro question. If that's making a comeback, our friend here Mike Bassick does not care for the retro comeback of the mom jeans. Mm. Do you have strong thoughts about mom jeans? I don't
6: really have strong thoughts about them. They're not my favorite.
2: They're yeah. not my favorite.
6: Um, I think I'm I think I'm stuck in the like early 2000s kind of low low rise. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Because people are going to look (laughs) at these pictures.
0: Women are going to look at these pictures 10 years from now and go, I cannot believe I wore those shorts. Because people from the 80s and 90s that are women look at those pictures and go, I can't believe I wore those jeans.
6: Yeah, yeah. I, I thought for a while, too, about the same thing. I was like, are these? is everyone trying to show up their parents? Is that what it's all about? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I look better than you in your stuff. Is that what it's all about?
2: Now, I guess, if we must, on a more serious sports point, I was reading something the other day where I believe the word was antsy about getting out there and getting going and seeing this rotation. I was hoping you could tell the listeners a little bit more about that for you personally and then seeing the rotation as a whole.
6: Yeah, I mean, obviously with the moves. It started back a couple months ago when I knew we were – kind of heading this direction we were grabbing some of the guys we were doing and uh um man like that really i went from just hanging out to like okay i'm ready to go like i it it got me in the the weight room faster like i was i was just so much more motivated who told you the rangers got to grom um i think i i can't remember how i learned it i think it might have been just social media i saw it on there and and uh you know and then it was obviously saw the other moves but it was just something that kind of like lit a fire underneath me early so it was a really good motivator how much do you watch? I know you have
0: a lot of big league experience. How much do you watch a new guy like Degrom or Avaldi and watch them pitch and then maybe pick their brain on what they did in a bullpen session or how they see mm-hmm. certain things? Yeah,
6: because I like yeah, and the thing is, like I see them as similar pitchers. Like I feel like we're all like three of us are power pitchers, but we then again we do things a lot differently. So I do like to look at some of the things they do differently, um, you know, and it might spark an idea with me. So and hopefully I'm yeah I'm doing the same thing to them. So uh, to, collectively, I think we're we're a good group and uh, definitely better with each other, I think. See, that's – and yeah. Jared Sandler
3: has been talking about – we've been talking about the the overall rotation. And he's like, look, I think John Gray can be the second best out of this group on, on here. And we, I asked Mike about this. Is there some competitiveness too that amongst the group of guys of you know what he pitched a really good game
6: today I got to go p- pitch you know just as good of a game for him to follow that up for sure I really do believe that that energy carries over and it's it's all and it all comes from a good place yeah like that's my buddy and he did great that's I'm glad he did great because I'm gonna try to outdo him tomorrow and like that is a really good place to be when you're in pursuit of something there's always good things ahead but if you're always running away from something it's not gonna
2: work out so. What would you think about my philosophy for Bochy before each game that went great the game before? It's like, well, we got John pitching today, and DeGrom gave up one run and three hits, so we know John can't match that. What do you think about passive aggressiveness (laughs) as the way to motivate pitchers? It's always worked with me. (laughs) It's always worked with me.
6: Like, yeah, my brother used to do that to me. Like, uh, yeah, he would do stuff like that to me all the time, tell me I was, like, slow. He's like, you look really slow or something like that, so I'd run harder and, like, Uh, It it definitely works. It's always worked on me.
2: I've always thought if my mom would have told me when I was a kid I could never become a doctor, I 100% (laughs) would have become a doctor. I was like, oh, I'll show you. And now here you are still (laughs)
3: changing lives.
2: No, man. In a very, very different, (laughs) let's say lower way. But, yeah, hopefully so. Hopefully so.
0: As a starting pitcher, I know there's not a ton of times where you need a strikeout. Obviously, late in games, runner on third, tie and run, winning run, less than two outs, I need to really get – no contact here, get a strikeout, get out of the situation. I'd love for you to talk to the audience on you're a strikeout guy, DeGrom, Evaldi, you mentioned those guys. Mm-hmm. How do you get a strikeout on an 0 count? As in how do we get to two strikes to get to that moment?
6: Um, I think it really – You. I mean, obviously you can't rely on one thing. I think you have to be – you have to have a good mix going. The guy cannot have an idea on what you're, what you're coming with him at. So um, I think – to, to get set up for a strikeout, you, you definitely have to have two or three pitches working. Like the guy has no idea what's going on, and that's when the plate becomes, you know, two feet wide. So, um, kind of like then, the bases
2: now. Yes,
6: yes. And then, and then also on the strikeout, I think <laughs> exactly also on the strikeout, I think that there's, I think, I don't think it's uh, necessarily making the nastiest pitches, but when you get the opportunity for a strikeout, you want the early outs, you want early contact, but. When you get the opportunity, being really good in those situations. Like I like I have a one-two count. Like this is my chance to go for the punch out. So I think not wasting those opportunities by trying to throw a nasty one, just trying to, to have an idea of what you're doing. And it's uh, and believe in it, and it usually work out. What's the most the most
3: fun strikeout? Is it the the he, he strikes out looking, and it was right down the middle, or he strikes out swinging because you threw one in the junk, you threw it not in what? not in his junk. What not, <laughs> like in the in the dirt? That was a junker that you threw away in the dirt? <laughs> and if you if you hit the guy in the junk and you struck him out, that is pretty impressive. I mean, yeah, it is, man.
2: Not top
6: ten. That guy's swinging. Yeah, I haven't done that yet, but I'm working on it. But I I you know I I really like the fastball the fastball yeah i really like the fastball and it wasn't always that way i've, I've always been a slider guy like you know i love to overuse the slider but i love locking someone up with a fastball
2: when they're not expecting it we've talked a lot about the starting rotation of course what do you think about the bullpen because there are some sectors and taylor Hearn, He was like they're not paying attention where the rangers bullpen is getting disrespected what are your thoughts about the bullpen going into this season
6: i think so too i think yeah i'm agreeing with that too um I think uh, they're a little underrated. I mean, obviously, we have some young arms in there, too. We don't really know who's taking what role yet. But then again, I really love the candidates. Like, I think uh, everyone's got plus-plus stuff. I've seen everyone, you know, work out a really tough jams. Uh, I love the arms we have. It's – they're unbelievably nasty. So, I, it, it'll be interesting to see how – what the order will be or who's taking over what role. I don't really know yet, but I know that we have – a. Great group of guys to choose from.
3: Is, is kind of the goal, and baseball has changed for a, a lot over time. Is kind of the goal seven and give that bullpen three, or what is kind of the mindset? Because we've we've known Maddox for a while. Uh, play extra innings, sir. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry too. <laughs> yeah, uh, six and three. Um, <laughs> man, I'm just math is not it either. Uh, but like Maddox always was, like you know, get a quality start was was something that we would see out of him while he was here before, and I'm just kind of figuring out is that kind of been floated y'all's direction. What are you trying to do to preserve the bullpen?
6: Um, you know, for uh, personally for me it's uh not trying to just strike everybody out. Don't go in there trying to strike everybody out. Look for early outs. That's when I've gotten deep into ball games, getting two, three pitch at bats. And then when I have my opportunities for a strikeout that's when I need to go for it. But but just not wasting pitches trying to strike everybody out, I feel like has gotten me deeper into games. It's helped out the bullpen a lot. So uh hoping to take that even a step further this next year and uh, you know, maybe maybe throw a CG one day. Oh, man.
3: I'm, a CG with only like 27 pitches, Mike. I'm going to
0: change That's the our topic <laughs> just a little bit because, Corey, over there is a big OU guy. You went to OU, third overall pick in the draft. You are an A&M guy, yeah. okay? Now, the
2: manager really put us on blast kind of We is. actually
0: just had some cuts from Coach Sloshel Nagel. I know I always mess up his name. <laughs> he is at TCU when you're at uh, Oklahoma now at A&M, and you were telling me in the clubhouse that the Texas OU environment for baseball maybe wasn't as electric as maybe you would think. Maybe a Texas OU baseball game would
6: be. Right. Yeah. When you when you compare it to football, it's it's like nothing. It's like nothing. But um, I mean, there was more energy than usual. There was more energy than us playing Kansas or someone else. But yeah. it, you know, I I really wish it was a bigger deal. I think we. Should, I don't know. I think it'd be cool if they kind of. Up the stakes a little bit on it, but uh, but then again, it was so much fun. Like we all knew, they they knew and we knew like what the stakes were and uh, how important it was. So the game was awesome. The game was electric, but you know the, the atmosphere really wasn't what I thought it would be.
0: Is there chirping more chirping in a college dugout than a major league dugout?
6: Yes, yes. I remember. Yes, I would say there's more chirping in college. Yeah, and it was kind of more like, you know, like rally rally stuff, you know. But then again, like there were other things said too. But um, there's been times in in big league games, you know, there's a little chirping going on. But usually it's friendly stuff. Like, you know, in in college it was kind of like, you know, screw the other
2: team. Do you you hear some of those and you're like, all right, I'll give it to you. That was pretty clever. Like that hurts my feelings, (laughs) but that was really clever.
6: For sure, yeah. And I can't remember exactly what's been said, but – yeah, there's been some good ones. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure that that ends
3: up being. A, I'm talking to myself on the mound, or kind of smiling about it on the mound. Mike says that he used to MF himself a lot on the mound, that he would just constantly get talk down to himself. What What's your inner
6: monologue when you're on the mound? I, I same way. Okay. Same way. I get. <laughs> I get so mad at myself. I'll you know call myself every name in the book. But. But then again, like it also locks me in. Like I'm still in a fight. But, you know, sometimes I wish I wasn't so hard on myself. I wish I could let things go and just focus on the next one. And Positive that's... self-speak. And yeah. doing the post-game
0: show, John, you're one of the best post-game interviews because I, I really do believe if you pitched great, you're going to say, hey, I did these things well, and you really give the audience a great idea on why it was a good game. And if you didn't have the best game, you talk about the reasons why things didn't go your way in a certain inning, and I really respect that and get an idea on what makes John Gray good and what – Maybe took John Gray away from having a good game, and that's that's just. I know I'm not really asking a question, but it's really fun getting to listen to you after a game because I get an idea on what went well or what didn't go well.
6: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That can be the hardest part too about a start It didn't go your way. It's just like being honest with yourself about what happened because you can go up there and say everything. You know, you can blame it on an umpire if you want, but um, but I feel like I've gotten the most out of myself by finding what I didn't do right. So.
2: Is, and that seems like a really positive characteristic. Have you ever or do you know, know guys who have ever got caught up by, like, a teammate's error or something? And you're, like, thinking oh, yeah. back, man, I could have bailed out of the fourth inning, then I would have jammed through the fifth and sixth. Like, ha- have you ever gotten caught up in that, which I, I know you'd want to avoid, but feels like it could happen. Right, yeah. It can get easy that way, too.
6: I mean, you get – when you're out there competing, too, you, there's just another level of emotion, too. So um, controlling those uh, – whether it's very positive or very negative, uh, I think, is good to control both. But, um, yeah, I get a sense of that, too. Yeah. I, don't,
0: I don't know if this is true for you or, or not, but there would be nights after, let's just say, I had in the fourth inning a pitch didn't go my way. I missed by three, four inches, mm-hmm. double in the gap, and it led to a three-run inning. And I'll, like, wake up in the middle of the night. I had trouble falling asleep, and I'll wake up going, and then I'll start thinking, man, that sequence, should I have got something different? Was that the right pitch? Did I just miss my location? I don't know if that's also sometimes if it doesn't go your way, like if at night time you're kind of reevaluating every pitch that led up to that situation.
6: Yeah, I did. I, my first couple of years I did a, a lot. And uh, I finally got better at leaving. When I left the field, I left everything at the field. So that was good. It was better for everyone at my house. So yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. even the dogs, they they know. Yeah. So it was cool. But, yeah, um, go ahead. yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I guess that's all I got on that one. (laughs) All
3: right, so a couple things have happened since we've gotten here. Uh, Our friend Eric Chiafalo, he does the afternoon show. Yesterday he goes in we're doing the club stuff. He walks across the T for one. All right. He walks across the logo in the clubhouse and then he just sits down on the couch next to Nathaniel Lowe and just puts his arm around him and pops his foot up. And he just starts chatting up with him and the clubbies are like staring at him like, what is happening? Who is this guy? It was, he's a rookie. It's a rookie mistake. It's first time here. Who should have been the person that says, Hey, you got to go. Who's in the clubhouse. It's like, that's, Hey, you can't do this media guy.
6: (laughs) Probably a dullest, right? Okay, I mean, he's the yeah, one. All he's got to do is just, like, look at him, and the guy's probably going to leave. <laughs> he just walks up and flexes. I mean, really? Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, and then he's not the only one. One of his co-hosts took a phone call in they're there and was rookies. just chatting yeah. it up in there, and they're like, hey, dude, you got to you gotta take that outside. Now, our story is a little bit worse, Corey, because well, you left us out of ours this. is great. I, uh, mine's about Mike, actually. Uh, mine's about Adrian Beltrade. Oh, yeah. That so, was several years ago, you tell me if you would be terrified. Mm-hmm. Several years years ago we came up here adrian beltray still on the team i'm sure you've heard the stories and whatnot even if you weren't there he's a strong man there was a good parking spot left in the lot and Corey was like hey that looks like our parking spot there was a nice car behind us it was adrian beltray and that was his parking spot just because you needed to know that <laughs> and we did was not, the last spot, we did not know that and he had to park somewhere less convenient he came into the clubhouse. He was very angry. We did not realize that we had angered him. We're talking with Mitch Moreland and somebody else, and he goes, hey, don't talk to those guys. They took my parking spot. And we were supposed to do a bit with Prince Fielder where he legitimately hit me in the junk with a wiffle ball back because I said the Rangers didn't wouldn't make the playoffs the year before. That's a real thing that actually happened. Mm-hmm. So Adrian Beltre's response was, have you got hit in the junk yet? And I go, oh, no, we haven't been able to figure it out. And he goes, we can figure it out right now. And went and grabbed a real bat. (laughs) And at that point, I thought for sure I would never have any more kids. So I don't want to make it sound like we never violated any rules or anything like that. just a story I felt you needed to know. No question. Just a story I thought you might enjoy. I like it. It was a good story. Did you ever (laughs) violate one with Colorado as a young guy? Yeah,
6: for sure. Like, I didn't really know much at all about. Uh, how you're supposed to act as a rookie and everything. But I didn't act – I don't think I acted, like, crazy or anything like that. I was really quiet. I was afraid to talk. But I remember getting myself in trouble because I didn't know we were doing – I didn't know you had to get up and talk in front of everyone. I didn't know that was a thing. And they would ask you questions and everything like that. So I, like, kind of snapped back at one of the first guys that asked me a question, and he was kind of, like, joking at me. And, and I was in deep trouble from there on out. Oh, man. I didn't – you know, I like, I, I didn't have any – I was kind of, like, laughing as I said, you know – I think I told him something like screw you or something like that. Yeah. And it was not a good camp for me. It was hard. It was hard. I had to get like coffee every morning and like everyone's food by like six AM. It was it was tough. Now it's
3: today. Uh, Mike's dream is to be <laughs> is to be a groundskeeper. I think it's awesome. And this is I'm I'm not lying about this. He whenever the first time I went to his house, he was edging his front yard, and he was just looked like the happiest kid ever, no shirt. <laughs> um, the the uh, but today <laughs> <What an laughs> odd detail that yeah. today he uh, our Jake is the was the guy doing all the work down there today. and He went down and he said, Jake, can I drag the field today? And Jake allowed him to drag the, dr- do one circle over there at third base today. If there's a bad hop, it's oh
0: my
6: fault. no! Will you
3: just walk around blaming blaming Mike for if there's a bad hop
6: at third today? Yeah, like, yeah I, I know mean, what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Ob- yeah, that'd be obvious. We'll know. We'll know what happened. Do but
0: you have if- any dreams of being a grounds crew guy? <laughs> you have to do that in college. <laughs>
6: that looks like a no. I love the mow. I love mowing. Yeah. I did it, I did it in high school for my job, so I I loved mowing. But um, but I don't know, man. Uh, maybe not now. I was gonna say, it's like I'm gonna I can pitch. see in the I'm middle of the your major league career, how
2: you might not be like, if I could pivot to groundskeeping instead this season, that'd be great. Yeah, I
6: might do it like Forrest Gump and just do it for free. You know, like you know, I don't know if I really enjoyed it one day. I'm just gonna take care of the mound. I mean the mound's the, the toughest
3: one to like make sure it's perfectly manicured and laid out that way. Mm-hmm. Those guys uh, Oh he knows. Yeah. He's probably got a list of people yeah. who's like, no, don't let that he always guy do it. Screw
2: it up. Well, we appreciate your time very, very much, and obviously the folks back in the Metroplex are legitimately hyped for the season a way they haven't been for it feels like several years. So appreciate your time and obviously best of luck going forward. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. There you go, John Gray right here Thanks on one oh five three the fan. All of our spring training content brought to you by Sonic. Mm. Good. Oh, Sonic. Stop so doing that. Coming up Ooh. next, we will chit chat with those fellas from the G vag Nation right here on 1053 The Fan.
1: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. <laughs>
3: If your day sounds like...
6: We need the report ASAP.
3: You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager
1: with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medela,
3: the mark of fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crowley Port, Chicago, Illinois
2: can't see masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan it has been a very fun day and right now courtesy of dnm leasing let's continue that fun via our chit chat with the fellas from the g bag nation gentlemen how is you today Peggy we are rolling all right i'm looking oh, forward really? to that and i love hearing that do you think you would prefer playing sports in the cold so like right now the Rangers Dodgers game is imminent. It is cloudy. There's thought there's rain and because of that, it's still kind of cooler out there. Do you feel like you would prefer that as opposed to the usual even 80-90 degree temperatures?
1: Kind of depends what sport it is. Okay. I, I think for football, I want I want hotter uh, because you're not moving the whole time. And I don't want to I don't want to move and then stand still for 20 minutes. That sounds miserable. Um, but generally I like the cold. You know, but it it doesn't matter uh, because, as all great competitors know, once the ball goes in the air and your adrenaline fires up, you're focused on only one thing, and that's
3: getting the dub. My experience, Kevin, for football is heat, lots of cramps uh, because everybody's, you know, not everybody's hydrated enough or whatever. Uh, In the colder weather, your body gets heated up and you're wearing those pads and you're feeling pretty good, and then you get to go hit somebody, and that always kind of revs the engine. Baseball. It's gonna hurt every time you hit the ball, like it just as it if it's cold weather. Uh, so that's my experience. But I think Dawson's exactly right on. Let's just go play the game because you're losing. Uh, the other person is at least.
2: Did you have to talk to the two junior members of the G Bag Nation about having no more faux pas in the clubhouse?
1: Uh, no, uh, you know I, I'm. This is not my natural environment. Uh, of so, uh, so we do have a couple <laughs> of people here that it is. You know Sandler Mike. Uh, Rich Rice, you know, these guys can take the corrective steps that are necessary as they, they coach him along. You know, I'm just uh, I'm just watching. I'm like Jason Kidd on this one.
3: <laughs> he's just proud. You know, he's just proud. Yeah. They're, they're, I uh, love it. Myself. They're out there attacking the rim, you know, yeah. doing all those things. That's
5: what we do best. And um, I, I may or may not have. I was just informed about 12 minutes ago that there may have been, believe it or not, Another clubhouse violation. Oh, yeah. oh you guys yeah. didn't hear about that? You- what? Yeah. Yours truly. What I just, did you do? I just walked into an interrogation room when I walked in, and, and, and it was Broadus. It was Sandler. It was Walt Chuck, and then innocent bystander Gavin Dawson. And they're like, should we tell them? Should we tell them? They're looking at me funny, and I'm going, like, honestly, they kind of built this up where I'm like, oh, no. Like, I legit did something here. This is not cool. Yeah. And uh, apparently, if you guys see, I'm wearing the sick
3: oh, yeah. Texas jersey. Yeah, you're not supposed jersey, to wear.
5: And it's my Italian brother, Mr. <sighs> yeah. Napoli. Yeah. Uh, Which I support. I, I totally went, endorse it. I wore the jersey. dope jersey, too. Jacket oh. off. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, through the clubhouse this morning. Keep have the have jacket on. That, and yeah. I didn't think that it was a big deal. Taylor Hearn walked by and was like, hey, dude, sick jersey. And yeah. now I'm going, was he being sarcastic? You know Probably. what I mean? He's like, because you knew you were about to go down. Yeah. yeah. Like, apparently, Jared said it's it's another one of these. All the clubbies and all the other media people were offended <laughs> on behalf of, I guess, journalism. Oh. Uh, <laughs> like, that I shouldn't be repping the the Ranger Napoli jersey. I don't know why that's is so frowned the, upon. Is it
2: the Rangers jersey or is it the bygone player? on it.
5: I think it's just having any player jersey is apparently frowned upon okay. in the particular establishment that is the clubhouse. I this was way earlier this morning. I wish Jared maybe would have called me or even pulled me aside and been like Maybe you should take your shirt off if you're going to you know, go through the clubhouse. Well, here. you want Maybe, an A-shirt on. like, Yeah, but, I mean, the, the players aren't wearing shirts in there for the most Valid,
3: part. Valid, or pants a lot of times.
5: The club yeah.
1: should relax. You know, I could see it with a lot of players, but that's Napoli, for crying out loud. I Any mean, celebration
3: of Mike Napoli should uh, get an automatic waiver. A fact I remember his, his, uh, his ankle was being held together by rubber bands during the World Series. He was still throwing Ed people whiskey. Of Yeah. yeah dude,
5: <laughs> come on. I don't know. I thought I was paying homage to a great ranger, a great Italian. <laughs> uh because the party's always at naps uh-huh. and everybody knows that. And and when even Joe uh Joe Barlow, who we caught up with, and we'll replay that sound uh at some point uh in the program today, we had a great conversation with him, and he comments on the jersey and he's complimentary. Yeah. But again, is Joe Barlow in on the joke of like, I don't I w- think like so. is he tongue in cheek being sarcastic? Sweet jersey in the clubhouse. Oh, bro. hey,
3: yeah, you're part of the team, too, now. Right. Oh, okay. yeah. wow. I, I thought it was kosher, but wow. apparently
5: not. Jared is so bleeping embarrassed to be associated <laughs> with me in yeah. any way. Like he, yeah. he's He's actively avoiding me in the clubhouse, and he's like the only familiar face I have. And he's like, no, I cannot be seen with you. Talk man. show hosts and play by play guys—we're just cut different, you know. We're in totally <laughs> different worlds,
1: totally different man, style of broadcasters. We're celebrating an all time great, an American badass, and Mike Thank Napoli. You. They're like, "Oh, we have rules about what happens in the clubhouse." <laughs> he
3: wears a he wears a Rangers golf yep. shirt every day. What's tucked he talking in. about? Yeah, he Mike walks in. in with his Texas Rangers hat. Well, Mike's a former player, so I guess that is a little he, bit different. The fraternity, he, yeah, I yeah, get he's that. part of that group, so I get it. But yeah, man, we are different. Jared has a different set of rules than we yep. do. You kind of feel
2: like Jared just wants to see you fail. Like, he could have <laughs> warned you ahead of time.
3: He
5: watches me do life the same way he watches Kyrie Irving play basketball.
3: Oh, with the, I want the team just, to do well.
5: I want the, we us to have, like, group success and uh-huh. surprise. But if Chiafalo can completely, like, bomb his career, then that would be <laughs> awesome. And that's how he watches Kyrie and the Mavs. Mavs win, Kyrie never make another shot. Didn't
3: he say last night, I hope the Mavericks win, but I hope Kyrie goes 0 for 27 tonight? I I believe that is a a, a
5: direct quote,
2: Corey. (laughs) Holy moly. Well, the Mavericks did not win, and what is our take on, I know it's just one game, but the thought was that Maxi Cleva would magically fix all interior defense, and it's still a work in progress. What are our thoughts about the team coming out of last night's loss?
1: Well, time is of the essence at this point. I hate to see it, but... I'm leaning in the direction that they took a stab at maybe making a contender and you know it's just too much to ask for a team that's like kind of critically flawed. To, they can't even play their own identity. I think what we're seeing is maybe the pressure and the lack of defensive players you know kind of wreak havoc on this team's identity and I, I don't think they're going to be able to pick up the pieces in the remaining 15 games or so. And I just hope they can try to enjoy it as best they can and the expectations don't get the best
2: of them because it can eat you alive. They're now two games out of not even being in the fake playoffs. Oh, don't even say as that. As they slid down to yeah. number seven. Off. Oh, man. Yeah. Man, yeah. We, were, we were as high as yeah. like three or four recently. So, I mean, we can, we can go back up and down and all over the place. We can get higher. And that's the thing that I know people still point out. You're five games away from third place, but on the flip side would be you're three games away from being in 13th place with the Thunder, who I feel like have tried to tell you, hey, if we could get Victor or Scoot, that'd be great to continue our rebuild.
5: Yeah, yeah, they absolutely need that. This is is a really, really disappointing time uh, because even in, like... Kyrie keeps talking about it, like, man, we're going through things that we should have gone through in training camp and preseason, and and it's going out in real time in games that actually matter. And you all get to
3: see it all. Yeah, (laughs) you
5: get to see this all unfold, and it's every – what is it? Like, three of the four games come down Mm -hmm. to, like, the last possession, and it's just how are they going to screw this up? And And it's it's usually
2: less than desirable the way the possession plays out, right? My
5: gosh, like, what was even that play last night? Did kid just say, all right, we're going to give the ball to Kyrie, everybody else get away, and find a good shot, even – even if it's a step back three, when you're down two with a giant hand in your face, like, okay, I, I don't, I don't know what that was, but yeah, it's, it's pretty disappointing.
2: I don't know if y'all are like this. Even if you see the shot and you're like, that looks off. Are you still like it could go in yeah oh for I, sure you know, like yeah. you you're no. like i know it's not going in but i'm like it could yeah. I just
5: inhale hopium for like a quick second oh. and then i and then i and then it like it, it doinks, and i go i knew it yeah. you
3: know yeah cuz you're hoping for a member's bounce is all you're asking for
2: what do you find fellas got coming up on the
3: program today pure gold as always Hagee. thanks for
2: asking
1: Ooh. welcome good I, we got some good stuff. The guys were in the clubhouse earlier today, Then they uh, they talked with Taylor Hearn. They talked nice. with Joe Palumbo. They talked with some guy who's not going to make the team, but he's incredibly inter- interesting and entertaining, and uh, we'll have those interviews uh, sprinkled for you throughout the uh, game. Jared Sandler will join you immediately after Rangers-Dodgers to give you the highlights and how everybody's doing.
2: All right, roll home with the G-Bag Nation. We have been the KNC Masterpiece. Make your way back with us tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. That's Central, right here on 105 Through the Fan. Say, pay that mortgage, Kevin. Oh, pay that mortgage first of the month, you know.
4: I don't know what kind of place this is.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.